teacher friend. Welcome to another episode of Simply Teach, a podcast for teachers and by teachers. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. I'm a former teacher turned classroom organization and management coach. My passion is to help teachers just like you organize, manage, just love their classrooms. Each episode is full of simple ways to engage your students, stay motivated, and keep up with best practices. Because y'all, I know teaching is hard, but I am so glad that you're here. another episode of Simply Teach. This is episode 38, which y'all, that seems like kind of a big number for me. Today, we are talking about the dreaded email inbox. Why? Because I think that this is an area that can easily get out of hand really, really quick and an area that can easily be fixed. Uh, Organization, classroom organization doesn't just apply to the physical classroom. It can also apply to our virtual classroom, our online Um, Google Classrooms, our inbox, our files on our computer. Classroom organization can extend a lot more than just the classroom. One of the most frequent tiffs my husband and I get in is over our email account. Uh, When we were getting married, we decided to create a joint account in addition to our separate accounts. I just need to say that I am not one of those women who feels the need to share an email or a Facebook account with my husband, but we did create a joint email for things like our bills, our travel emails, and all those kinds of things. Um, But anyways, his habit for emails is he reads the email and leaves it there to sit. It's a junk email from Wayfair or Amazon, and he just freaking leaves it in the inbox. It makes me so annoyed just thinking about it right now. And I kind of just want to yell at him. Although I'm going to make him listen to this episode and hopefully he'll practice some of these tips. So I love you, babe, even though you don't freaking clean out our email inbox. Um, I've noticed that a lot of people, I also realized that I think like my mother-in-law listens to this and she's probably going to be like, Oh, Kelly, you're crazy. So I promise I love Cody. He just needs to work on cleaning out his email. Um, (laughs) Anyways. Okay. So I've noticed that a lot of people let their inbox get built up. And today I want to talk about ways that I manage my email inbox while I was in the classroom. So just kind of for a starting reference point, my inbox typically had three to four emails in it at a time. I know you heard me three to four emails. Sometimes there were up to 10, but never, ever, ever more than 15. And y'all, I remember the day I left my classroom, it was the day after, no, I didn't even go to school on the last day of school. It was the last day of school. And I didn't go to school on the last work day of the school because I had a funeral to attend. Um, So on the last actual day of school with the kids, that was my actual last day in the classroom as well. And um, I had like one or two emails that I was saving that I couldn't delete yet because it had important information for wrapping up the school year. And I remember I was getting ready to walk out of my classroom for the very last time. And I had my inbox. My email is always the first and last thing. I'll talk about this in a minute. First and last thing I do every day. And I got to click delete on that very last email. And like this huge wave of relief washed over me because I was done and it felt so good. If my inbox could constantly be at zero emails, I'd be so happy. So you can see why this is a bit of an issue for me and Cody, because he doesn't delete emails and I always wanted at zero emails in the inbox. So I think the reason the email inbox being clear is so important for me is because it kind of feels um, like a virtual 
check on the to-do list. It means when I delete something, it's because I've taken care of it. And so if it's gone, that means it's done. I don't have to deal with it. So that's kind of like my whole rationale behind keeping my inbox as empty as possible. And I would go into other teachers' classrooms and I would see that their inbox had hundreds of emails in it or go to my husband's email and see that he has hundreds of emails in it. And it overwhelms me so much. So maybe the email overwhelms you, maybe not. But today I'm going to talk about going through my typical routine of how I kept my email inbox clean. I'm not saying you need to go and delete all your emails at all, but maybe have a little refresh spring cleaning of the email inbox will do you some good. So first things first, um, the first thing I did when I got to school was I opened up my email. I immediately scanned it for anything that was deletable. So those scholastic emails that came every couple days, emails from email subscriptions, I would just delete them. Except, of course, email subscriptions from the Simply Organized Teacher. Don't ever delete those. Well, at least not until you read them. So after I did just a quick scan, delete, I would go back and start at the bottom and work my way to the most recent email. And while I was doing this, I had my to-do list in front of me and my calendar planner thing right next to me. So when I'd open up an email and I'd read it and there was a date or something that I needed to do from that email, I would immediately write it down or add it to my calendar because then now it was no longer in my inbox. The date was on my calendar. I could delete the email or if deleting isn't your jam, that's okay. Just create a folder. We'll talk about that in a second, but just create a folder to move that email to. So it's not taking up your inbox space and not, um, again, that visual clutter. So if you remember back in, uh, episode 30, when I talked about the U table and the visual clutter, when you have stuff all over your U table, the visual clutter, when you walk in your room and see all that stuff there, same thing with your email. When you open up your email and you have hundreds of emails sitting in there that adds visual clutter, which adds stress and overwhelm to your brain, take it out of your email, either delete it or put it in a separate folder that that way you have it. If you need it for me, an email in my inbox meant it was something that I needed to deal with. Um, But since I'd already wrote the date of the meeting down and I probably already responded that I would be there, that was, that task was done. I could um, check it off, like the virtual check off on my to-do list I was saying. Teacher friends, I'd like to take a minute really quick to tell you about my ebook, The Simply Organized Classroom. When I first started The Simply Organized Teacher, I wanted a way to put all of my most valuable thoughts and ideas out there to support teachers. So I wrote this ebook. If you're a new teacher, student teaching, or getting ready to start the new school year, then this is a great investment you can make to help you know where to get started before the new year, or something that you can use right smack dab in the middle of the year to help you with your organization and management in the classroom. There's seven different chapters, all related to classroom organization and classroom management. Of course, I talk about things that can benefit teachers of all experience levels. A few of the topics that I cover are setting up a classroom and how we typically go about setting up and getting ready for a new year backwards. I share my ideas on classroom management plans, how many you should have, and what you can do when you have kids that don't do well with your whole group or your individual plans. I write about school dynamics and working with other teachers. And then of course, there's a whole chapter devoted to first year teachers. And I talk about how to organize and manage your materials, your student materials, all sorts of stuff. If any of these topics sound like an area you could improve on, wanna learn more, or just get some new ideas, then head over to my website to learn more and purchase your copy. You can also use the short link, which is 
bit.ly slash TSOT ebook to go straight to it. That one might be a little bit easier to remember. Also, just a little tidbit, if you sign up for my email list, you'll get the opportunity to purchase the ebook for a reduced rate. It's on my website for $12, but as a new email subscriber, you can get it for eight. So if you want to sign up for my email list to get the lower price, then you can head to bit.ly slash email. And as a podcast listener, you can use the code simply teach to get 10% off any purchases that you make in the shop. So after working my way through my inbox and deleting what was not necessary and or already taken care of, I would just leave my inbox open throughout the day. Oh, and also in the morning, if there were any emails that I like needed to respond to, I would email, I would respond to them in the moment. But um, as long as it was something that could be done quick, I never really responded to parent emails though, right away for two reasons. One, I didn't want parents to get in the habit of expecting an immediate response from me. I think that's a dangerous thing to do. And two, I also wanted to give myself some time to think through my response, especially if it was something that was creating some kind of um, frustration or was, I felt was maybe disrespectful or whatever. I wanted to give myself time to calm down and think through my response. Unless it was an email saying that they were picking up their child early, I left it and waited to respond during my planning period or after school. But I did leave my inbox open throughout the whole day. Some would probably not recommend doing this, but here is why I did it. For one, when an email would come in, I could quickly glance and see who it was from. If it was another email subscription, I just deleted it. Or I took the five seconds it takes to open up the email subscription and then go down to the bottom where there's a link unsubscribe here. I click that and then remove myself from the email list. This helped keep my inbox relatively empty. I never had that thing of coming back to my computer at the end of the day and there being like, a long list of 50 or so emails that I needed to go through. I I just kind of took that overwhelm away. The other reason I left my email open was so I could see emails from admin that came through or other teachers, whatever, that came through with regards to things that were going on within the school for the day. You know how it is. Those last minute emails about an after-school meeting or um, uh, end of the day assembly or a reminder to turn that thing in at the end of the day, whatever it was. Because I was able to effectively manage my class and keep an eye on my inbox, I, for the most part, always knew what was going on and I could communicate that message to my team the next time I saw them. I realized that for some, an open inbox isn't a distraction and it won't work for everyone and that's okay. Just make sure you at least check it once in the middle of the day and follow that same procedure. Scan through real quick. Anything you can delete, just delete, get it done with, and then go back and read for important info. And then, of course, follow that same procedure at the end of the day. So at the end of the day, uh, because I had my email open all day, at the end of the day was when I would actually take the time to respond to the emails that needed responding or, again, write down any dates, notes, whatever that came in throughout the day. And that was it. When I left my classroom at the end of the day, I cleared out my inbox. Again, I only left things that still needed to be handled. Um, For example, I'm thinking right now I was on the... Uh, I can't remember, ELL Advocate, I think is what it was called, a team that kept track of all of the ELL students in our grade level. And so every few weeks, I'd get an email about a meeting coming up with all the information about um, the spreadsheet I needed to fill out prior to the meeting, whatever. I kept that email in there for a couple weeks at a time because I needed to refer back to it to know what to do. But at the end of the day, I would make sure that my email was cleared of all the trash and anything that I had already taken care of. And then I would exit out and I would leave not to be dealt with until tomorrow. 
Another tip, I also deleted my work email from my phone. Too many times I had a parent email ruin my night at home or an email from an administrator that would frustrate me and then make the rest of my evening miserable. So I just got rid of it and I would recommend you doing the same thing. But I think the biggest thing to keeping an inbox clean and organized is to get rid of emails once they're taken care of. You can do this in a couple ways. The first, obviously, is to delete. So this gets me in a lot of trouble with Cody because I delete emails and then he needs them. So then you can create folders. But luckily for me at school, my email had this like huge, I don't know, space, I guess, to reserve or hang on to delete the email. So if there was ever anything I absolutely needed, I could always go back and search for it. But folders is a really good way to clear out the inbox but still save the emails. So I had folders for parent emails, meeting reminders, important how-tos that get sent at the beginning of the year, um, encouraging emails that I got from teachers or parents. Basically, every type of email I got, I had a folder for it. And then once I dealt with that email, I could move it into one of those folders instead of deleting it so that way I had it. So I wanna hear from you. Is your email clean? Is it disorganized? How do you manage it? Or what is your biggest struggle with managing it? Come find me over on Instagram at the Simply Organized Teacher and let me know. I will talk with y'all soon. Hey, are you on my email list yet? Because you should be. I have three reasons why I think you should be joining my email list right now. First is that each mm, weekish, I send out an exclusive email to my email subscribers. In this email, I share tips and ideas on classroom organization and management. I also share tidbits about our personal life here in Germany. Basically, it's just a really fun way for me to connect with you on a bit of a more personal level. And fun fact, if you do hit respond and type me back an email whenever I send out a newsletter, it comes straight to my personal inbox and I respond. I also send out a monthly newsletter recapping all the things that I've blogged about and podcasted about in the previous month. The second reason I would love to have you on my email list is because you're the first to know about new products launching, new offers I have, and sometimes I even send out free things to you just because I feel like it. Email subscribers will also get early access to resources and courses that I'm going to be launching this year in 2019. Lastly, as an email subscriber, you get access to the organizer's bin. This is a free resource with organization management resources and products that I've created to support you. There's a classroom makeover goal planning sheet, 10 organizational tools, every teacher needs a classroom packup list, all sorts of stuff. You can head to bit.ly slash tsotorgbin, that's T-S-O-T-O-R-G-B-I-N, to sign up, or you can just look at this week's show notes. Once you sign up for my email list, you'll have full access to the organizer's bin. This is really just my way of saying thank you for letting me be a part of your inbox because I know how full our inboxes can get. And so I really appreciate you allowing me to pop in there every week or so. I also have plans to continue adding resources and products to the organizer's bin as time goes on. So the two links you need are bit.ly slash bin or bit.ly slash email. Either way, you'll be able to sign up for my email list and get access to the organizer's bin. Friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Simply Teach. Don't forget to head over to the simplyorganizedteacher.com for all the show notes, links to things we talked about, and you can sign up for my email list there. Also, be sure to find the Facebook group because I want to be your social media friend. The fun music you're listening to, that's provided by hooksounds.com.